Hello and welcome to Landy's Taiwan Diaries. My name is Celia Landman, but most people just call me Landy. Today again, we're going to spend some time to bring you up to date with little bits of news and interesting stories from Taiwan. Over the last weekend, Friday, Saturday and Sunday, it was actually pretty warm considering that it's already November and the temperature were very close to 30 degrees. It was like 28, 29 degrees. And then on Sunday, according to the lunar calendar, on Sunday was actually what they call in Chinese Li Dong. And that means it's the beginning of the winter. And somehow the people who are in charge of this lunar calendar must be very smart. Because Sunday was still like summer, sunny and really nice and warm. And when we woke up Monday morning, it was cold. The temperature had dropped by at least 10 degrees overnight here. Specifically, I'm talking about the north. So the people who predicted that winter will start on uh, Sunday was just one day early because 12 hours later, it was really cool and uh, more than cool, actually a little bit chilly when we woke up Monday morning. And it was nice for a change not to be hot. And uh, hopefully from now on, we won't reach 30 degrees again. It were, the weather will stay slightly cooler. And then as we enter January, it will actually get cold in certain areas. Of course, in the south of Taiwan, they don't really, really have winter too much down there, especially right on the tip, the little town of Kending. They are basically summer all the time there. But in the north, northern part of Taiwan, for sure, it will get cooler as the year goes on. But there was an interesting that uh, on the day after the official beginning of winter, according to the lunar calendar, the winter was actually kind of here and uh, nobody complained because I'm sure the Taiwanese people would love, especially the girls would love to get their winter clothes out. They just wait for the temperature to drop by one or two degrees and then they dress up nice and warmly. Because as you can imagine, if you live in a tropical or subtropical place, summer is long and when it gets a little bit cool because your body is accustomed to the hot weather, you get cold fairly easily. Like even me, I, I think uh, I can handle the cold a little bit, but when it gets to around 20 degrees, I need a little jacket as well when I go outside. So we'll see how the, the weather continues on from here. The next piece of news I want to quickly inform you about, in case you haven't heard, is the latest news, not so much about COVID, but the news items surrounding the COVID pandemic. First of all, we mentioned last time that the government is considering lifting the quarantine requirement after Chinese New Year. Now, the Chinese New Year is coming at the end of January. And as you might know, just before that, let's say from the beginning of January to the middle of January, thousands and thousands of Taiwanese who live abroad will come back because Chinese New Year is a big family reunion and everybody wants to be with their families during Chinese New Year. But to be able to do that, they need to come in during January so they can do their two-week quarantine. Just on a side note, the government has also allowed migrant workers to come in again. But they have to come in only uh, in the month of November because the government wants to keep the quarantine spaces available for the residents who are coming back to spend Chinese New Year with their families. So what the government has done now, from the middle of December to the middle of February, they have changed the quarantine requirements to what they call 10 plus 4. So for 10 days, you have to stay in a quarantine hotel. And then the last four days, you can spend it at home if you are isolated at home. You can, of course, not go and stay with your family where there are five or six people in the house. So if you are alone or there's a place where you can stay alone, then that, okay, you can do the last four days at home, which will save the people a little bit of money. So that's the latest requirement. So after the 14th of February, we don't know exactly what the government is going to decide. Are they completely lift the quarantine? 
Many people hope so because they hope that the borders can open so commerce can continue and tourism can continue. But we don't know. We'll have to wait. Most likely the government will make an announcement early in February, just after the Chinese New Year. So that's the first thing is the quarantine situation and Chinese New Year coming up in uh, two months or so. The second thing is that the USA have opened up their borders now and they said tourists can now come in if they had two vaccine injections already. So America is open again for business, but you must prove that you've had two injections of whatever vaccine the American government recognize. Unfortunately, America does not recognize the Taiwan-made Medigen vaccine. That might be because they haven't quite finished their phase three clinical trials. Because the Medigen has proven already that it's very uh, good. People who got the injection didn't have many side effects. It has proven to be as good as the other ones. But I think it's just a question of the fact that it hasn't completely finished its trials. And they are busy with these in uh, South America. But two countries that have accepted Medigen to be uh, administered in their own countries is New Zealand and, and Vietnam. They have accepted Medigen, so the vaccine obviously is pretty good. It's just not on the list yet for people who want to visit America. So those Taiwanese who felt very patriotic and took the Medigen vaccine instead of one of the other vaccines, they will now have probably have to wait a little bit before they can visit America if they want to visit America. We don't know exactly about other countries, but there are many other countries where Taiwanese are still welcome. This is now just America. Just the other day, it was also announced that uh, Taiwanese can now go to Thailand and they just have to stay in a government uh, quarantine facility for one night. And after that, they are free to go wherever they want to go. So things are slowly, slowly getting back to normal. Let's move on now and talk a little bit about politics. Firstly, the European Parliament sent a delegation to Taiwan, which is a huge thing for Taiwan, because as you know, as I've explained in the past, Taiwan is a little bit isolated internationally because of the political situation with China. But over the last few months since we've had the situation with Lithuania and Lithuania allowing the Taiwan office to be called the Taiwanese office in Lithuania and China getting very upset, it has actually pushed the Europeans closer to Taiwan because the Europeans are very much pro-democracy and Taiwan is a democracy. So the, especially the European Parliament over the last month or so have voiced a lot of support for Taiwan so much so that they sent a delegation over here last week and they had meetings with government officials. And the thing is with the European Parliament is they say that they support Taiwan very much, but in reality, they can't really cut all their ties with China because economically it won't make sense for them. So they are like walking a tightrope, supporting Taiwan, but not cutting their ties with China. But at least there is some support for Taiwan from the international community. And that always makes the people back here very happy. So they feel like they are being recognized. The efforts, democratic efforts are being recognized and so on. Now, to continue on with the theme of politics, the Taiwanese are politically very active and interested in politics. Not every single one, of course, but many of them. They watch these political talk shows on the radio. There are political talk shows on the TV. People are forever talking about politics. And what has happened last year is that the mayor of Kaohsiung, he was elected mayor of Kaohsiung. He was from the, the Kuomintang party, Han Goyi. And then just after he was elected mayor of Kaohsiung, he was also chosen as the presidential candidate for the Kuomintang to stand against the incumbent Tsai Ing-wen. So before he could actually do any work 
in his city of Kaohsiung, he went on the campaign trail and he lost by a huge margin, margin the election. And when he went back to Kaohsiung, the Kaohsiung people were not happy. They said, man, we chose you as our mayor and you are gone for how many months? So the opposition party started a recall vote and he was ousted, so to speak. The recall vote succeeded and he was ousted. He's not the mayor of Kaohsiung anymore. He's not the president of Taiwan. He's just nothing. So that was a huge mistake, I think, on the part of the Kuomintang, a miscalculation to use him as their candidate where they had other options available. But that's a different story. So some people say in uh, revenge for that, the Kuomintang then started recall procedures against a politician in the, the central city of Taichung. He was not part of the ruling party, but he was supported by the ruling party. He's from a smaller party, Chen Po Wei. And he was also recalled by a very small margin. He was also recalled. So this now can mean one of two things. It can mean that democracy is alive and well, and that if your, uh, your member of parliament, or as they call it here, the legislative UN, if, you don't, if you're not happy with him, you can actually recall him or you can start recall procedures. But this recall vote of the guy in Taichung, Chen Po Wei, the reasons they gave were just very, very flimsy. Like they said, he behaved outrageously in the legislative view. And what exactly is outrageously? In Taiwan, very often they are like pushing and shoving in, in, in the parliament. So as we say, that can be one of two things. Either we can now go on a witch hunt and people try to recall every second legislator, which will be a bit of a pity. Or it can mean that, okay, you really have power. If your person is not looking after you, these constituents in parliament, there's a way to get, to get rid of them. Anyway, so that is what has been happening here. Kind of interesting, all kinds of things. Recently, that's been in the news. From time to time, every week or two or three, we'll keep you up to date, especially if you are not from Taiwan. Just tell you about a few funny things or interesting things that has been happening here in Taiwan. So you're up to date with everything. Right. So that brings us to the end of this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. And until next week, goodbye. <music>